0: Hello world. I'm Greg Patton. News and stuff. Right after this. Well, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful it is. I'm back. (laughs) Praise the Lord. The flu bug is dissipating. A couple of more of these pills, and I'm gonna be all set. Hey, thank you for your prayers, ladies and gentlemen. I mean that sincerely. God has blessed, and we are on the road to recovery, just in time, as Sherathon 2024 starts up tomorrow on WHCB 91.5. God has just been very generous to this preacher in this long run from Tampa to Opera Land, uh Tri-City, Tennessee. Are you ready for Sherathon? We've got some great things planned, and we are seeing the excitement build. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Great to be saved, my friend. Be excited about the things of God. I was sharing, a gentleman contacted me this morning with some health issues, and I just said, Hey, no matter whatever state we're in, my brother, how can I best glorify God? That's the key to this old Christian walk. Thank you so much for being here and telling others about the broadcast. We are excited that you are here today. What in the world is going on? Well, let me tell you, Ronald McDaniel stepping down as chair of the Republican National Committee and it's past time for that. The GOP has fallen short on fundraising in the past two election cycles, been slow to confront and challenge changes in voter practices, and, and they've lost winnable races. McDaniels is not to blame for all of the GOP failures, however, but there's a widespread perception within the party that new blood is needed. If they're going to beat Sleepy Joe. Because here's what Republicans know. Joe Biden, the Democrats, demon-led, will do anything, and I mean anything, to be re-elected. Moreover, Biden's Democrat colleagues are behind him every step of the way. Senile, dead, they'll get him in there somehow. Their excuse for trying to imprison and bankrupt their number one political opponent. Lying about uh Biden's accomplishments, taking Donald Trump off the ballot in various states, hiding Joe's infirmities from the public, shamelessly handing out taxpayer money to critical voter blocs. Here, this is free. Vote for me. Refusing measures like requiring voter IDs to make elections secure. That's the Democratic Party today. Donald Trump is just that trouble. That's their excuse. And Republicans are so anxious, aware that Democrats are up to the same dirty tricks that got this fake president into squatting in the White House since 2020. And that would include trying to censor news unfavorable to Biden, distorting former President Trump's, distorting President Trump's every word, and pushing techniques like ballot harvesting and redistricting to further their advantage. They've even magically conjured up another Russian hoax, suggesting that a now-imprisoned FBI informant who claimed that Joe and Hunter had received $5 billion each in bribes lied on behalf of Moscow. Now, isn't that convenient now? There are, broadly speaking, three tracks for Biden's campaign no holes barred approach to getting back in the White House. First distorting the president's record and making sure the falsehoods are echoed by the left-leaning media. Yeah, those Looney Tunes are going to tell you, here's how it really is. Don't believe a word of it. Of course, Biden and his supporters have been lying about the wonders of Bidenomics for at least three years. Even as voters pay even higher prices and only 23% of voters say his policies have helped at all. Recently, Biden claimed, I was the guy who sent every one of you $1,400 checks and also bragged that his semiconductor legislation had attracted $640 billion, that's a B, billion dollars in private company investments. Even the left-leaning New York Times felt compelled to correct this lie, pointing out that Trump had also sent out checks and that investments in chip suppliers are just a fraction of what Sleepy Joe is claiming. Democrats are so dug in on protecting Biden's fake narratives that Democratic pundit and former Missouri Senator Claire McCaskill angrily denounced the Times for setting the record straight. What did you do that for? Oh, politics. This is a crazy, mixed-up world, isn't it? The lies are embarrassing. California Governor Gavin Newsom, he is an absolute nutcase. Oh, yeah, flaky hair and all. He's a nutcase, I'm telling you. Hey, here's the second thing. Jiggering voter laws to help this uh, guy in the White House. Democrats have long opposed policies that make elections more secure. Always will. Sure they will. Let's bring him in any way we can to vote for us. That's all we have to do. A recent Pew survey shows 81% of Americans back that proposal. But Democrats who claim to be the last great bastion against the GOP threats... To democracy are adamantly opposed to this. No, we don't want to do that. Let's get them to vote any way we possibly can. So is there one more yet? Oh, yeah. Joe can use the vast amounts of cash already stored up for this election. There is money available under the $1.3 trillion American Rescue Act, the $600 billion Inflation Reduction Act, and the $1 trillion infrastructure bill to win over voters. Never before. Has the White House been so aptly endowed with electoral fairy dust as this one is? Biden's trying to win back disaffected young voters by continuing to cancel their student loans. He knows that his moves to, well, so far, to eliminate $138 billion in student debt fly in the face of the United States Supreme Court, which struck down a more comprehensive plan proposed earlier by this fake president. Not only is he unrepentant, He's proudly boasting that the court cannot stop me. What a buffoon. This jerk should have never, ever been in the White House. My, oh, where is my, you know. So I guess last night they got Biden out of the closet and dressed him up and put him on one of those talk shows. Yeah, he was on last night, late night TV. He dismissed the concerns about his age during a, a friendly sit-down with uh, Seth Meyers, another left-leaning loony, on late night television. He took some swipes at Trump. Meyers began the question by cracking down on, hey, you're 81 years old. That's a major concern to people. What do you think? According to recent polling, this is a real concern for Americans, said Meyers. Well, the uh, fake president shot back, well, a couple of things. Number one, you got to, got to take a look at that other guy. He's about as old as I am. I can't remember his wife's name, blah, blah, blah. And the crowd cheers and roars. And those poor souls lost as a gooseness snowstorm. Number two, it's about how old your ideas are. That's what we're really talking about. What a spin. Uh, look, this is a guy who wants to take us back. Amen. He wants to take us back on Roe versus Wade. Amen. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues, uh, 50, 60 years, they've been solid American positions, and he wants to reverse things. You big liar. The president went on to, the fake president went on to tout how his administration has gotten good things done and warned about what would happen if Trump ever got back in the White House. And I really think his views are on where it, to take America are, are older than, well, anyway, I don't, I don't want to get going there, Biden said before Myers moved on. Biden's age, mental acuity, he's a nutcase, should be locked up. They've been a major issue on him ahead of his reelection, as polls show that an overwhelming majority of people in this country, including Democrats, believe he's way too old to be president again. I mean, it would be, oh, it's just the thought of it is frightening. Concern reached a new level earlier this month following the release of the H.E.R. report, of course. And, yeah, you know, what on earth would happen? If this guy got back in, it's not gonna happen, but then who's gonna represent them and who is gonna be President of the United States? Now about this one. Applause erupted because it's true. Dr. Phil, you've heard of Dr. Phil McGraw. He educated the host on The View on Monday about the harm that the COVID lockdowns brought to school children and teenagers in America. It's not hard to educate the view. These people are dumber in a box of rocks. While discussing his forthcoming book, Dr. Phil connected the advent of, well, this smartphone to high levels, get this, ladies and gentlemen, of depression, anxiety, loneliness, and suicide among children and teenagers in America today because somewhere users stopped living their lives and started watching people live their lives. Wow. It couldn't be better said. Those problems were exasperated by COVID lockdowns, pointing out, Dr. Phil pointing out that the same government agencies that track these problems among American youth were the same agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does something like that? Who takes away the support system for these kids? Who takes it away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested and, in fact, sent home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch for them. And referrals dropped out 50 to 60 percent. Sunny Hostin was the first co-host to interject and defend the lockdowns. She was quickly followed by Hoopy Doopy Goldberg. There was a pandemic going on. and They were trying to save lives, said Hostin. They were trying to save kids' lives, Goldberg defended. Not schoolchildren, Dr. Phil shot back. Anna Navarro then took the, her chance at Dr. Phil, asking a question that prompted a reality check. Are you saying no schoolchildren died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group of all. They were the less vulnerable group in America, Dr. Phil responded, And they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they ever would from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's an absolute fact. At that point, the audience loudly applauded Dr. Phil's answer, and rightly so. We are going to suffer for decades because of that ridiculous COVID lockdown. What's going on here? Aiming to keep the cost of your Sunday evening grocery trip from increasing any more than it already is, the Federal Trade Commission has announced that it's suing to block a $25 billion merger between Kroger and Albertsons. The FTC alleges that that merger, which would combine the second and the fourth largest grocery store chains in America— would lead to higher food prices for customers at a time when, well, Americans are already spending more of their money on food than they have in the last 30 years. The proposed mega grocery store chain would own 5,000-plus stores across America, including popular stores like Fred Meyer, Ralph Safeway. They would control 20% of the market and still short of Walmart's 5,200 stores and more than 25% of the market. Both companies claim that customers would actually seek lower prices if this merger came about. Who do you believe? While the FTC claims the merger would result in lower prices and worse conditions for workers, Kroger and Albertsons note that they are mostly unionized and argue that they are together, if they are, that they'll be better able to compete with largely non-unionized big shots like Amazon, Costco, and Walmart. Again, who do you believe? Microsoft has been at the forefront of the AI revolution now through its uh, $13 billion stake in the chat GPT maker. But yesterday it showed it's also making some other AI bets, announcing it's going to pursue several partnerships and is vesting over $2 billion in a, a French startup, Mistrail AI, whatever that is. The Prime Minister of the Palestinian Authority, which governs parts of the Israeli-occupied West Bank, submitted his government's resignation to President Mohammed Abbas. The move came after neighboring countries and the U.S. pressured the Palestinian Authority to make changes so that it could manage Gaza after the war between Israel and Hamas ends. Whatever that is. For me, health news moving too fast. If you like your health, and who doesn't, for pity's sakes... Samsung thinks that you should put a a ring on it, a galaxy ring on your finger. The company, best known for catering to iPhone haters, flashed a prototype of its first ever smart ring to the mobile world yesterday. Began in Barcelona, this wearable ring will track sleep and activity patterns for the Samsung Health app and may also enable contactless payments. Samsung's debut as a jeweler makes it the first tech giant to enter the electronic ring game, which has been dominated by other startups. So, why ring it up? Samsung is betting that some users might be more comfortable sleeping with a ring than one of the Galaxy smartwatches, and yeah, I have no interest. How about you? When it comes to cash, it's really all about the Benjamins. There are more $100 bills in circulation than any other kind of U.S. money available in America. Really? That according to the Wall Street Journal. And there are now more than twice as many hundos out there as there were in 2012, according to data from the Federal Reserve. $100 bills everywhere, huh? (laughs) Why why is my billfold full of those $1 bills? Really, there's more $100 bills than, oh, come on. What else is happening? Is there anyone, anyone at all, closely associated with their right mind, thinks that any of this legal stuff against Trump is real? Donald Trump appealing his $350 million verdict against him in New York civil fraud case. Prosecutors have asked the judge to impose a gag order. We've got to shut this guy up everywhere, anywhere. We want the White House back. Who is running this country? U.S. Air Force member Aaron Beshnel died after lighting himself on fire. told you about this yesterday in front of the Israeli embassy. Complicit in genocide. You just never know. What a way. 25 years old. Kill yourself. The lunar lander. Oh, wonder how many millions and millions we spent on that. Odessa sent back its first and last images of the moon. All this time. All this money. The stupid thing landed on its side, and uh, therefore the solar panels... Aren't getting any sunlight, and it'll die. That was a great investment. What's Adidas doing? They're selling off another batch of their Yeezy sneakers after cutting ties with rapper Ye over his anti-Semitic comments. I'm getting old. I have no idea what a lot of this stuff is about. (laughs) I don't want to know. It's already scary enough, huh? Hey, who said that? As the Kardashians are celebrating their 20th season, I'd like to congratulate myself on never watching one episode. (laughs) I'm with you on that one, my friend. Makes sense to you? Chinese, Russian, Afghan kids learning how to disassemble an AK in school. We're teaching our kids they can actually identify as a, a fruit cocktail if they want to. And I like this one. Guy went to the bank. Told him he'd like to identify as a millionaire and he'd like to withdraw his money. They laughed at him and asked him to leave. Turns out just because you believe something in your brain doesn't make it true. And you can't force others to pretend that it is. Amen. Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do it today. If you haven't asked God into, into your heart, Ask forgiveness of sins. You're going to hell. My friend, you need to be saved. Today is the day of salvation. And that is fantastic news. Meanwhile, will somebody find my Bible? Life 101 is next. Well, it's right around the corner. Actually, it's tomorrow. share 2024 on WHCB 91.5 down there in Tennessee. Oh, going to be a great time. I can't wait. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday raising funds here as we get into spring in Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Are you going to be a part? Come on in and see us at WHCB here in Bluff City. Love to meet you with you, my friend. Give us a call. Hey, I think they've got a really special book offer this year. I'm telling you, I'm going to try to get several copies of this. Yeah. They're going to offer Invisible War on the Saints as your gift, and that thing is going gangbusters all over America. Invisible War on the Saints all starts tomorrow. Charathon 2024. We're going to speed off right after that to Fort Wayne, Indiana, for a couple of days, and then back down southwest. We're going southwest Virginia, that is. Antioch Baptist Church, Prophecy Live. Southwest Radio Church appearing at Antioch Baptist Church on Friday and Saturday. That'll be next week. What is that, March 8th and 9th? We're going to have a great time. Why don't you come on over to Antioch and join us that Friday and Saturday. We have a great time at these conferences, and we'd so love to meet you, my friend. Can you join us? That's next week. Prophecy Live, Southwest Radio Church. You are going to do it. But for now, pray. We're only hours away from Sheraton 2024 great time I'm telling you a great time you know I've been thinking about salvation I share down at Lynn Valley Baptist Church sometimes I'll be driving along and really think about my conversion and just start to cry this old man starting to cry I'm heaven bound all people are accountable to God whether or not they have heard about him did you know that the Bible tells us that God has clearly revealed himself in nature. Do you believe that? That's Romans 1:20. And the hearts of people, according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11, and the problem is that the human race, you and I, we're sinful. We reject the knowledge of God. We rebel against God. Romans 1:21 through 23. If it were not for the grace of God, we would all be given over to our sinful desires in our heart allowing us to discover how useless and how miserable a life we have apart from God. He does this for those continually rejecting Him. Romans one twenty four. read all the way through Romans one thirty two. In reality, it's not that some people have not heard about God. Rather, the problem is that they have rejected what they have heard and what is readily seen in nature. Deuteronomy 4.29 proclaims, But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find Him if you look for Him with all your heart and with all your soul. This verse teaches us the important principle, everyone who truly seeks after God is going to find God. I like that. If a person truly desires to know God, God will make Himself known to them. The problem is there's no one who understands and no one who seeks God, Romans 3.11 People reject knowledge of God that is present in nature and in their own heart, and they instead decide to worship a God. We've got so many of them in America, thousands and thousands, and they put together their own creation and their own life, and it's a miserable way to live. It's foolish to debate the fairness of God sending someone to hell who never had the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. People are responsible to God for what God's already revealed to them. The Bible says that people reject this knowledge, and therefore God is just in condemning to hell. Instead of debating the the fate of those who have never heard, we as Christians should be doing our very best that they do hear somehow. We're called to spread the gospel throughout the, the world, the nations. Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Acts 1, 8. We know people reject the knowledge of God revealed in nature, And that's going to motivate us to proclaim the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. And and only by accepting God's grace through the Lord Jesus Christ can people be saved from their sins and rescued from eternity without God. If we assume that those who never hear the gospel are granted mercy from God, then we lose our motivation to evangelize and to share Christ. We also run into a terrible problem. If people who never hear the gospel are automatically saved, then it's logical to make sure that no one ever hears the gospel, because then there would be a chance that they will reject it and be condemned. You know, the Bible is clear that those who perish without Jesus Christ will face an eternity in hell. Jesus' mandate to evangelize the whole world is still there today. People need to call on the Lord, but how? How can they call on the one who has not believed? And how can they believe in one whom they've never heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? Romans 10, 14, and 15. Those who have never heard about Jesus desperately need to hear today. And that caused Paul to exclaim, Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. What a message. And I'm beginning to to wonder. I don't think my kids... Believe me when I tell them about my youth anymore. I was sharing the other day. Back in the day, those remote things for TV. Wow! Back in the day, I had to walk to the TV and change the channel. It was uphill both ways, and I had to make it through the snow. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I don't believe me. Had my say for another day. That's the way it is for Tuesday, February the twenty seventh, two thousand twenty four. I am Greg Patton. God bless you. Have a great day.